Welcome to Press Church Podcast. We are so excited to have you here today. We are going to be doing our first uh, segment that we want to share with you guys. We want to include some of these in the podcast along with our weekly sermons and everything that we do. My name is Madeline Land for all of you listening, and I'm here today with my wonderful husband, Pastor Jeremiah Land. Welcome, everyone, and Happy New Year. Happy so glad New Year, that indeed. y'all are listening in. Yeah, so today uh, we just wanted to kind of talk about the upcoming year. I know a lot of people tend to think of a, an idea, a goal. I know a lot of people do re- New Year's resolutions that, let's be honest, they don't end up following through with. But something that we have done as a family, and specifically Jeremiah has kind of spearheaded this for us and our family uh, for probably the past six, seven years you've been doing this? I look back in my notes. I think I have in different journals 2013 of some sort. Mm-hmm. I think I started it whenever we moved to, to Dallas. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it was at the end of the year. He would start praying and believing and uh, speaking to God and asking him what the word for this upcoming year was. Not like a long phrase or this whole grand explanation of what was going to happen, just a simple word or short phrase kind of, of what to expect. And And it wasn't even something that is like a defining, here's everything you need to know. It was just a simple thing of what God was saying we could stand on for that upcoming year. So then throughout the year, when things were happening, when things were maybe going bad, when things were stressful, or when things were good, it was just something to look back on and remember, you know what, at the beginning of the year, God told us this about this year and just gave us a little bit of direction and vision. So we decided this year with coming up with uh, our words, both of us did it this year, that we wanted to share that with you guys. And we each have one which we actually just shared with each other last night. We came up with them on our own, and I was asking him, I said, okay, what's your word? And he said, you tell me your years first. <laughs> and then we finally shared them with each other um, and decided to come and talk about it. So we're just going to share that with you guys and hope that it can be inspiring and encouraging and, and mainly just give you kind of some direction on how to go about it if you want to do this for yourself, that it's... You know, it's more than just having a word that you've come up with on your own. It's praying and and practicing hearing the voice of God and what he has to say and what he wants for you in your life. Um, So you can kind of hear how we went about that and our vision and hopefully grab onto that as well and hear it for yourself. So without further ado... I felt like my word for 2020 uh, was victory, or is victory. And for me, um, I kind of thankfully have become pretty confident in hearing the voice of God, but that's only because I've put a lot of practice into it. So I want to encourage everybody as well to try and get confident in hearing the voice of God. there's something within your spirit that your spirit recognizes when it's God and if it's just you saying, oh, I want to be victorious. But I really did feel like it was just very quick. God said victory. And that came, I think, from an old uh, prophetic word that I received. Was that, was that last year? 
When we when did we move? Two twenty eighteen. Two years ago. Two years ago. Oh my gosh. Um, and we, yeah, we got a prophetic word right before we moved to South Carolina, and the pastor she had given me, you know, her prophetic word, and then she walked away. And as she was walking away, she turned to me, and it was like a little afterthought, and pointed to me and just said, "You win." And I kind of probably just forgot about that part or either just didn't really grab onto it or apply it to my life. But when God gave me the word victory, I instantly remembered her prophetic word for me that was you win. And looking forward into what that means for this coming year, for me, I mean, it's, it's kind of as simple as that. It's that I win. We all get to win because we are victorious through Jesus Christ. And it says that very clearly in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I think that, you know, we all go through a lot of things. Everybody's going through something, whether it's good or whether it's bad. And we can tend to just deal with what's going on. But that's not what God has called us to do. God has called us specifically to be victorious. And if anybody is going to be victorious, shouldn't it be us as believers, us who are believing on this God who sent his son to die so that we may live? And he paid that huge price, not so that we could continue to just deal and get by and, oh, Lord, please just help me get through today. I'm going to be victorious today. My life is going to be victorious today because that's what the price that was paid for me. So that's kind of what I'm thinking of along. And it can be in any area. I think the victory can be in every area that you need it to be. It can be in our marriage. Our marriage, I like to think it's pretty great, right? It's decent at best. Decent at best. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's, but any marriage can be even better. So I want the most victorious marriage. I want victory in parenting. I want victory in our finances. I want victory in our just overall moods and outlook on life. I want victory in our church. Everywhere, every aspect of your life, there can be victory in it. And we just have to step out and believe that. So if there's an area throughout the year where maybe things aren't going so great or things are struggling, this is kind of an encouraging thing that I'll be able to stop and say, you know what? My life right now isn't lining up with the word of God. There is stress. There is turmoil. Turmoil? Can't say that right. Turmoil. There is fear. There is sickness. Whatever there might be, and I can stop and remind myself, God said in 2020, I will be victorious. And that's something for me to really hold on to. And there's, there's another verse that I've liked for years. Uh, it's been really a just comforting verse to me, and it's out of Micah in chapter 7, verse 8. And it says, Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will rise. And if I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. And that's always just been so simple and profound to me because... There might be times when the enemy might think that he's won. He's captured your mind. He has lied and made you believe things about you that aren't true. Your life is in, again, turmoil when you use that word. But that's not the end result. 
don't rejoice over me, enemy, because God's not through with me yet. My life is not over, and I will rise, and I will have the light of God in my life to give me victory in everything that I do. And I think in a nutshell, that's kind of where I'm at for my word. I think it's a good word. I think it's something that we all need to hear and something that we all need to be reminded about from time to time, mm-hmm. um, that we can be overcome with things that happen with us on a day-to-day basis and forget that in the end we win and not just at the end of time when Jesus comes back and gets us or when we finally are in a grave and opening our eyes in heaven, but mm-hmm. that we can we can have victory not only in heaven but also here on yeah. earth. Um, you know, I think I, I'm reminded of one of the many blessings that Pastor Eric and Heather and Pastor John and Miss Ann would pray over us in the one simple statement of we are victors, no longer victims. Mm, yeah. Um, and that's something that we can apply to our lives over and over again. We are victors. We are no longer victims. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that simple phrase right there can, can help change your, your focus and your perspective of things if uh, you stay true to that. So. I agree. And I know one of the other things that I thought about um, that I wanted to touch on was to not, and this sounds, I guess, kind of cocky, but to not be apologetic in your victory. I think that a lot of people are either sometimes scared to be successful because, let's just be real, we, we as a society tend to not be happy for other people's successes. The instant, almost almost instant, and normal reaction is to be jealous of when something good happens to somebody else. Why not me? Why didn't I get that? Well, why are they having everything that they ever wanted? But the fact is, is that God called us to be victorious. That's who we are, and it's not something that's braggy, and I'm shoving it in your face that my life is going so well. It's it's not even that, because again, everybody goes through something, but it's standing on that word of being victorious and then using that as a way to encourage other people to step in that victory as well. I'm not trying to boast and, oh, look at me and look at my life, but look at me and my life and look at what specifically what God is doing in my life, and this is what he wants for you too. This is what he wants for you. And Romans 8.31, it says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? So don't worry about what other people think or say or might be doing. Know that God is for you. God wants you to be victorious. So it doesn't matter because nobody else can be against you. Be victorious live that life that you were called to live and let that be an example to other people so that they can live that victorious life as well and that will challenge them to step out in faith and believe instead of just saying, oh, why can't that happen to me? Say, you know, well, what? Well, I'm declaring I will have victory in my life today and then I will see it happen and you can do the same. And that's just something that's been really pertinent on my heart of trying to be confident in my victory and unashamed about it so that it's used as a way to encourage other people as well. Well, in Revelations, it talks about... Revelations. 
use the verse frequently. It talks about how they overcame the devil. They mm. overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of yeah. our testimony. Um, and while she was talking, I thought of uh, in 1 Corinthians 1, uh, the last verse, it says, he who boasts, boasts in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that we're not, we're not boasting to brag about ourselves and our accomplishments, but we're boasting right. in the victory that Jesus already paid for us. We're boasting in our God and him flexing his muscles over our life, that he's victorious. Um, and, and because he's won and we're a part of that new covenant, we too now are winners in Christ, that we're no longer, we're no longer victims. We are the victors in, in every yeah. aspect of life. And I get to uh, explain that to people when people want to know why did that happen to you? How did you get this? How did this happen? Yeah. If I'm going to boast, I'm going to boast in the Lord. Yeah, that's good. With all that said, I want to know what your word was or the people, the masses want to know what your word was. So mine was victory. Talked about that in depth. So you're up. I didn't get one. You didn't get one. Okay, well, then that was it. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. A couple nights ago, I was laying in bed and just kind of thinking of what what my word could be. I had a couple ideas in mind, um, but they didn't they didn't feel like they were the correct ones. They felt like I was making them up myself or I was kind of forcing it and so I was in bed one night and, and maybe it was a Saturday night before church on Sunday and um, I was just thinking and said well God you know what whatever the word is I don't want it to be any of the words that I've already thought of mm. I don't think that they're the the words that you have for me although they're all they were all good words um that I could apply or use in my life. I said, but um, I don't think they're the ones that, that you're speaking to me. I said, so whatever it is, even if it's similar to the words that I'm thinking of, I want you to give me a different word. Um, and so as soon as I said all that, the word that came to mind was answers. And immediately after that was Jesus speaking in Matthew 7, verse 7, the first part of it, um, where he says, ask, and it will be given to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of just laying in bed, talking with God, and him responding at 11, 12, 1 in the morning or whatever, just that quick, that easy, that simple of... Um, I was striving and trying to think of a word and trying to get ready. Okay, well, 2020 is on its way. It's right around the corner. I've got to come up with something. Like, what are you, what are you saying? What are you doing? And uh, the scripture says, be still and know that you are God. Mm-hmm. And when I just quieted in myself and said, you know what, God, you you provide the answer. You, you say what you want to say. And uh, number one, he gave me my word, which I believe is answers for 2020, and then also backed it up with scripture. Mm. Um, you know, the words that, that you receive, whether it's one word or multiple words that you hear from God, 
should also line up with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. The Spirit and the Word, the prophetic and the Word, uh, they go hand in hand. Uh, and so whenever you're questioning, is this God speaking to me? Is this something that, that God would say? You can go to the Bible um, and you can see it uh, be confirmed in the Scriptures. And so how I usually do it is once I get my word of, of what I feel like God is, is speaking to me for the new year, um, I'll go and look up that word in the dictionary uh, mm-hmm. so that I can get an understanding of, of what that word means in the English language because there might be definitions that um, explain uh, more of what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an idea of what answers means, but what, is, what does the dictionary say? And uh, the dictionary is, it says, a spoken or written reply or response to a question, a request, a letter, etc. Another definition is a correct response to a question asked to test one's knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like that definition um, mm-hmm. that I... If, if God is giving me the word answer for 2020, uh, that means I can ask him anything. I can ask him whatever questions that I want with the intent, like the definition says, uh, to test his knowledge, to test one's knowledge. It says in the scriptures that the Holy Spirit is our teacher. Mm-hmm. He is our comforter. He is our helper. Um, and uh, I can raise my hand and ask my teacher at any time. And uh, 2020 is looking like I can receive those answers. Well, and I think that's obvious even from the get-go with you, the way that you came about the word of having a couple in your mind at the beginning, and then you just said, God, I want answers. I want to know what, the, basically, I want to know what the word is, and he gave it to you instantly. So it's just so telling of God and his nature and who he is and who he wants to be in our lives that you're going to ask. And I think that also gives you the faith to continue. You asked and he gave to you instantly. He spoke to you. He gave you that answer and that's encouraging for the rest of the year. Keep asking questions and he's going to give you the answer. And there's a lot of scriptures that, that talk about uh, seeking the, the Father, asking questions, pursuing his heart, all of these things and the scripture that I was given was ask and it will be given to you. Mm-hmm. That there was no if, ands, or buts to me asking that God would say, that's a dumb question. I don't want to answer that. I'm going to be quiet. Uh, I, I don't like this. I, I don't like that of what you asked. Jesus makes this blanket, powerful statement, ask, and it will be given to you. Yeah. Um, that, that the opportunity is already already there. Um, and that phrase, it will be given, um, I look that up in the Greek, and that Greek word is didomai, D-I-D-O-M-I, and it means to give, to give something to someone, to bestow a gift, to grant, to give to one asking, to let have, to supply, furnish necessary things. Mm. Um, and it's just so important that as you're going into the new year, and if you uh, hear what me and Maddie are saying and decide, you know, that's something that I would like to do going forward, uh, and you receive that word from God, um, and you compare it with scripture, that you do some more deep diving Mm -hmm. into what that word means 
in the English language, what that word means uh, in the biblical language, whether it's Hebrew or Greek or Aramaic, and get some confirmation because um, you might see new levels of what God intends for you, what he wants for you. Uh, yes, he wants to answer questions, and I could have left it at that and gone forward, but by diving, I see um, even more opportunities for him to show up uh, and opening the door to what answers truly looks like and, and just believing for answers for questions that I have in our family, mm -hmm. answers for questions that I have for us as we uh, pastor this church and run our ministry, answers in our finances, answers in our future. What, is, what does our future look like? And uh, answers in our relationship with God. I mean, the door is open to the possibilities if God is willing to give me answers, then I have the opportunity to ask as many questions as I want. So hmm. answers is my word for 2020, and I look forward to being that annoying kid <laughs> like my four-year-old son why? that wants to ask why every 12 seconds. Mm -hmm. But God won't be angry about it. He'll just give me the answers. No, he's much more, much more patient than, than us as humans. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's great. And I think that's, you know, again, this was just something that we wanted to share, um, just kind of short and simple, so you can see um, how we came up with our words. Not we, I guess, how we received our words from God, what they are, and, and encourage you. Um, I can remember, just real quick, whenever... I think it might have been Andre Bronkhorst who was preaching about prophecy and was giving prophetic words. And, and, he, and he said, you know, if he's giving a prophetic word to somebody specifically, if Jeremiah is receiving a prophetic word, but there's John Doe in the crowd who is not technically the one receiving the prophetic word, but that really resonates with his spirit. And he hears it and thinks, you know what, that, that's for me as well. That's okay. And it doesn't matter that the word was technically given to Jeremiah, John Doe can receive that as well and say, you know what, I'm going to attach my faith to that for my own life as well. So going forward, if this encourages you to want to try and seek out what word God has for you, that is amazing. If you hear what we've been talking about and think, you know what, I want victory, I want answers, that's okay too. Attach your faith to that and hold on to that for 2020 and then just continue to pray and hear from God and ask him. He'll give you answers. He'll give you a word. He'll reveal himself to you as much as you are willing to dive in and listen and find out from him. So we just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing. This is all new and a little bit scary, but it's fun. And hopefully there'll be more random segments like this uh, going forward in the future. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Press Church Podcast, and have a great evening. God bless you. We'll see you all on the other side. Thank you for listening to Press Church Podcast. If you would like more information about us or are interested in giving to our ministry, you can click the link in our bio or visit presschurch.org. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Press Church SC, and have a great week.